First John four 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 tonight. First John four four is where we turn to. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth us not. But this we know, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for again your word that gives us so many instructions in this day in which we live. Lord, we do need it as an anchor, a guide, a light, a beacon on our pathway. And bless it to our hearts tonight and be with those that can't make it tonight that you'd strengthen them physically if they were unwell and Lord be with those that are online thank you Lord for those that tune in and thank you for those that come and are physically present and bless us each one in Jesus name Amen <clears throat> we've looked at the command to test the spirits, a criteria for testing the spirits, and now we look at the conflict in testing the spirits. Who, I'll probably ask it this way in a negative sense, who hasn't got someone that they're in conflict with that calls himself a Christian? I mean, you can't talk spiritual matters to them, Maybe family members or something like that. Have we all not got somebody that we have a, a conflict with that we used to be able to fellowship with, whether it be family or friend? And I think what we look at tonight here is that someone must be wrong, right? Somebody is out of sorts. And I pray it's not us and usually not those that are attending church and faithful in coming along. <clears throat> so the conflict in testing the spirits, when we test the spirits, there's sure to be some sparks fly. I hear that, you know, at Christ Christmas time when families get together and unsafe families, well, they have conflict <laughs> because of the different attitudes and, you know, they live, live differently and come together. But sometimes in the Christian family, there is a conflict of not being able to have those times of blessing together. You notice the verse 4, 5, and 6. Ye, they, and we. They're emphatically contrasting those involved. And the spiritual conflict extends to the human realm. We've been talking about the spirit of Antichrist, but now we're talking about the human realm the conflict extends into. Uh, <clears throat> it's manifested in opposition between saved and unsaved. I hear a lot of unsaved commentators now with all that's going on in the world. They say, now we can see the, the good and the evil. We know who's on the side of good and who's on the side of evil. And if you're a pro-Palestinian, you'll say they're on the good side. <laughs> but if you're pro-Israeli and truth, then you'll be on the other side. You'll say they're good. They're doing the right thing. So there's conflict, isn't there, in the world today? Um, and it's very pointed. Unsafe people are picking that out. I think God's letting it happen. Because, you know, unsafe people, well, there is no God, there is no good and bad, you can do anything. 
But there is, isn't there? <laughs> you, you can't just do anything you please. And there's consequences to doing that which is evil. But some people think they can go murder and get away with it. And it's not right. It's unbiblical. And Jews understand that, don't they? From their owl <laughs> book, the Bible. There is God's laid things down in his word. So the conflict of relationships, verses 4 and 5. Those who are of God, and <clears throat> says, ye are of God, little children. So <clears throat> we're his little children, and it tells us that in other places. The Lord calls us that, doesn't he? Humble children of the Lord, little children. They've been born again of God. And, uh, you know, it talks about drinking the milk, the babes in Christ and those that are growing, eating the meat in Hebrews and Corinthians. It talks about that. But we are little children. We're all growing. We're all going to learn a lot more about the Lord for eternity. And that's going to be great to be there and behold him. But it says then, you have got little children and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There's others, not just the three that are talked of, ye, they, we, but there's them and you in the verses as well contain. <clears throat> this is a, there's a word that's used here that we need to take a look at probably for the rest of the evening. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. We should not be overcome by others, but we are overcomers because we are Christians. And... Uh, <clears throat> Where is that word used many times to different churches? Revelation. Revelation. And at the conclusion of every one of the seven churches, the word is used seven times. And that would be a good sermon because it emphasises something in a particular area that they needed to be overcomers in. Let's turn back there. Just, we're not going to look, we'll just look at and read the, the verses that have the word in it. Verse 7 of chapter 2 of Revelation. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat of the tree of life. So an overcomer is going to what? Eat of the... Where'd you hear, the... Where'd you hear about that before? I mean, the tree of life. Garden of Eden. I'd like to find it, <laughs> but I don't think it's around <laughs> to, for the healing of the nations. It talks about, but, uh, you know, the tree of life. I mean, probably we wouldn't want to find it because we want to live on in this old mortal body, do we? That's why the, the angels are guarding that. Yeah. But to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life. That means they're going to be in heaven. Overcomers are going to heaven. There's no doubt about that. Uh, <clears throat> in the midst of the paradise of God. Down verse 11 of chapter 2 of Revelation. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Is a second death talked about elsewhere in the Bible? It is. Later on in Revelation, isn't it? And they are saved people, Christians, believers. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. And as we get the gist of these seven, you'll see there's a, there's a common thread that goes through here. Shall not be heard of that. The second death 
you know, we might die once physically, but Christians are not going to die twice. But the non-Christians are going to die twice, mortally and eternally, which is the second death. And there's no coming back from that one. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 17. To the church of Pergamos, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in a stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. So there's a few promises there, isn't there? But we, give, we are given the manner of God. And they think back into the wilderness. All these things tie together in the scripture. God's spirit inspiring these men to write made no mistakes. And to, so <clears throat> to, give, to give to eat of the hidden manna and a white stone and a new name written. What, what's that song we sing? A new name written down in glo- yeah. glory. Oh, he's mine. What's, this, what's the name of the song? It's... Yeah, I can get the words often, but and as a new name written down in glory, and is mine. Is it in our hymn book? <laughs> Someone find it. <laughs> but it's as a new name written down in glory. Aha! <laughs> Where are our names written? I want the full explanation of our four words. Yes, Lamb's Book of Life. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. Because we can all be written in the book of life, but when we die, if we're not saved, we're not blank. It's written, taken out. But the Lamb's book of life and the book of life, because we continued and believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. So your name written in the book, (laughs) you're an overcomer, if it is. You'll have manna if you are saved. Um, Let's go to the next one. Uh, verse 25 no 26 and he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end to him will I give power over the nations now this is a in a victorious Christian life he keepeth the works to the end he doesn't quick halfway through and manifest who he truly is not a believer he was a pretender but he keeps going to the end now it's not the same as what Matthew 24 talks about. He that endureth to the end shall be saved. That's tribulation people. Um, <clears throat> be saved to go into the millennium in the immortal body. It's almost like if you're in that time of intense suffering. I know we all have a tenacious way of wanting to hang on to life. But in that terrible time coming soon, you'd want to say, well, I just think I want to go to glory. But you can't commit suicide. <laughs> But um, these overcomers at that time, but here today, he that overcometh to the church at Thyatira. And, and that ties in with what they had wrong in the church and, and right in the church. You, you could tie them all in. Chapter 3, verse 5 of Revelation. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I'll not blot his name out of the book of life. Just what we said a moment ago. So putting them together helps us get a perspective of the Christian. This is Christians only. Um, <clears throat> clothed in a white raiment. What does the Lord give us when we get saved? The garment of salvation. The book of Psalms speaks of that. 
Have you got on the garment of salvation, not a robe of earthly making? And then verse 12 of chapter 3, He that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that cometh down. So here, <coughs> wonderful thought. Make a pillar in the temple of my God. Who was called a pillar in the church at Jerusalem? There was a man in Peter, in particular. Peter was called a pillar of the church at Jerusalem. A, a stability, a, 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 one could continue, one that didn't give up or didn't quit. He was a pillar there, Christians. He was going to be made a pillar in the temple of our God. And then one more band down in verse 21. Have we covered seven or was that eight? I counted seven earlier. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. And so there's a promise to the overcomer. Every one of those people were Christians that are referred to in that, in that portion. And um, John's encouraging people to be overcomers. Um, <clears throat> I went back and got my notes from 1983 and looked at what I wrote about this. Who is an overcomer? This is not a special group of Christians distinguished by their spirituality and sanctification as opposed to those who lack these qualities in a Christian life. It is a description of that which is normal to be expected among those who are true followers of the Lord. He that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Now let's go to 1 John chapter 5. Speaking of these overcomers, you have got little children, you've overcome. If you're a child of God, you've overcome them, the unsaved and the spirit of Antichrist, because greater is he that is in you. He gives you the strength. Romans chapter 8 speaks of the victory we have in Christ Jesus. And if we know not what we should pray for, as we ought the Holy Spirit helps us to Pray those prayers and praise them for us as you read Romans 8 later, about middle way through. <clears throat> but John 5, 1 John 5, verse 4 and 5. Is an overcomer, you know, we think of it a super saint. One that, you know, gung-ho, gung-good all the time. Listen to what it says here. This is an encouragement. I think it should be. <laughs> Verse 4, For whatever is born of God overcometh the world. What is a person when they're born of God? They're a Christian. That's the overcomer. A Christian is the overcomer. No matter his state and standing, well, he's standing before God as he's, he's saved, but where he where he's walking as a Christian. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. Hebrews tells us, For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and a reward of those that diligently seek him. In verse 5, Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that what? Believeth. Jesus is the Son of God. So, do you feel better? I mean, we shouldn't feel 
does it make you feel better to say, I'm not always a victorious Christian, but I am an overcomer because I have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ and the faith in him is what helps me to overcome in this world the spirit of Antichrist and those that oppose me who have the spirit of Antichrist. It should be an encouragement to us. Um, <clears throat> I was reading, oh, when was this? This was back in 20 from a Herald of Hope article. When a person reaches the age of knowledge, uh, knowledge and accountability, he knows good from evil. His name is subject to being blotted out of the book of the living called the New Testament, the book of life. John 3.36 states, The wrath of God abides on all unbelievers. God, who is long-suffering and full of goodness, holds back his wrath, granting a space of time for man to repent. Romans 2.4, we looked at those things on Sunday. If a person sins away God's day of grace in his life or dies without trusting Jesus Christ as his Lord and Saviour, his name will be blotted out, erased without a trace from the book of life. Revelation 3.5 says, or promises the person who overcomes that his name would not be blotted out. And some say that an overcomer is a super spiritual saint. Um, <clears throat> then we read God's word in this ver these verses 4 and 5 of John, 1 John 5 and find there that an overcomer is one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Tonight, do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? And he is who he claimed to be, you know, the Son of God with power, creative ability, raised from the dead. And because he's been raised, we shall be raised. You know, you're an overcomer. Be encouraged to overcome those that oppose you. And when you have a Christmas dinner together and they won't talk to you or they ridicule you when you're doing the dishes with them, all these things have happened, you know, to, to umpteen Christians. Be encouraged if you believe the word and they don't. You don't have to cause a big fuss and argument, but you can be assured of God. You don't have to have the assurance of people. It would be wonderful if they turn and become overcomers too by faith in the Lord Jesus. <clears throat> How could these overcome such powerful opponents as the Antichrist and the spirit of him? How are people, you know, the, the folks that had relatives slain by Hamas on the 7th of October. You know, the majority probably are not Christians. And you think of the weight and the burden and the, and the thoughts. I heard the rabbi say the other day they have, when someone dies, they have 30 days of mourning and then the next that's it, let's get on with life. And I found it interesting what he said there. But he said, we can't because we haven't got those back. We haven't established everything yet and there's still people dying. And so we can't mourn. We have to fight. That's what this rabbi said in America. And he, you know, I think he's right. Um, <clears throat> but for a Christian, we do have the presence of the Holy Spirit. We mourn, but we don't mourn as others who have no hope. Because we're overcomers. We know the end of the story. You know that rabbi said, we know the end of the story. Oh, if he knew Christ, he would. 
is only he knew Christ. Pray, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. In praying that, you're praying for the salvation of the Jewish family, Israel. We, we pray for that. But <clears throat> here's some verses. John 16, 33. In the world ye shall have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have, <laughs> I have people saying, Christians saying, when they would see you awful, see you, when they were saying, oh, cheers. And it sort of rubbed me up. Oh, cheers, I know what that means, you know. Drinking, cheers. <laughs> and I, it just didn't go down with me, but then you find it in the Bible. <laughs> Be of good cheer. <laughs> I have overcome the world. The Lord Jesus said that. And um, <clears throat> we can. If God be for us. Well, in 2 Corinthians 6.16, in the last part it says, We are of the temple of the living... We, for ye, sorry, are the temple of the living God. He has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and will be their God and they shall be my people. We're indwelt by God. Shouldn't we be overcomers? <laughs> of course we should. He dwells in us. First Corinthians one twenty seven. The Lord Jesus dwells in us. It reads, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of his in this mystery among you, among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We have a hope the unsaved people don't have. We can be overcomers. We know the end of the story and how it all ends for the Christian and for this world. But then in 1 Corinthians 6.19, it says there, We are indwelt by the Spirit of God. And other verses in Romans, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, who is in you, whom ye have of God? and ye are not your own. So be encouraged. You are an overcomer. If you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you have the, the blessing of having God, Father, Son, and Spirit, particularly the Spirit is given to us for that reason, in our lives. And we're overcomers. 12 of John and 31, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. We know the end of the spirit of Antichrist and the Antichrist. The prince of this world will be cast out and we can read that in its context. John 14, 30, Henceforth I will not talk much with you for the prince of the world cometh and hath nothing in me. He had no victory over the Lord Jesus. 2 Corinthians 4, 4, In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them who believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is in the image of God should shine in unto them. The conflict in relationships, it will happen. Don't be discouraged when it does happen. If you're the Christian, you're the blessed one. You're going to be the one honoured and look forward to partaking in the things that are mentioned in Revelation, the seven things there. We'll finish there.